Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's Voice of Reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Well, the Biden administration, of course, is facing no shortage of crisis situations. The Chinese spy balloon, high inflation numbers, more recently a toxic train derailment in Ohio. And so the question is, beyond the headlines, if you don't talk about it, is it still a crisis? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day. Think again. So one of the things that we have been looking at over the last several days is how leadership communication happens. And the Biden administration has chosen in many instances to either redefine or redirect or just simply ignore uh, what's going on and talk to the American people rather than with the American people who have questions about what's going on. Again, whether that's about Chinese spy balloons or high inflation numbers uh, or toxic train derailments in Ohio, uh, the White House is managing its messages in a really interesting way that has a lot of people on both sides of the aisle wondering who's in the room where it happens and how are those decisions being made. Uh, recently, Pete Buttigieg uh, spoke at a National Association of Counties conference um, but remained silent uh, about the Ohio uh, uh, train derailment. But it couldn't be a more exciting time for transportation. Uh, it, it's had its challenges. Right. Uh, I mean, if you look at what the American transportation systems have faced in the last two or three years, partly because of the pandemic, we've faced issues from container shipping to airline cancellations. Mm -hmm. Now we got balloons. That's right. Um, <laughs> but also the best time ever to be working transportation because of these resources. So a stunning omission of what clearly was the most important issue of the day. And so this idea of communicating by not communicating uh, is just an interesting strategy. Uh, it's not one that I have uh, followed or deployed either in business uh, or in politics or in government. Uh, it just doesn't seem to to work well in the end. Now, President Biden uh, also spoke at the National Association of Counties Legislative Conference yes, this, yes, uh, excuse me, yesterday. Uh, he touted the America Rescue Plan, the CHIPS Act, uh, and the uh, bills around infrastructure. No mention of Chinese spy balloon, even though Secretary Buttigieg had mentioned the spy balloon earlier. But if we're going to have the strongest economy in the world, we have to have the strongest and best infrastructure in the world. That's why I asked Congress to pass the Bipartisan Infrastructure Investment Act. 
larger than any investment made in infrastructure since Eisenhower's interstate highway system. A number of Republicans came together with Democrats to help us get it passed. And we're rebuilding the, the, the country through the bipartisan infrastructure law. So it's really interesting uh, how the administration has chosen to do this. And again, I want you to set your politics aside and just look at it from a communication strategy standpoint. I am a firm, passionate believer that any president of any political party can talk to the American people about anything. It's how they do it and when they do it and why they do it that actually makes the difference in the end. Now, I spoke yesterday to Jeff Cox, and uh, Jeff Cox is CNBC's economics editor. He always helps us break down the numbers of what's going on. And so, of course, we got new numbers out and looking at inflation. And he said that the Fed has now created a new measure for defining inflation. It's called supercore inflation. The Fed's really starting to parse this stuff down, though. Um, we, we, we have this new component as if we needed something else, another metric to throw in there. We have this so-called super core now inflation, which is core inflation, which you know excludes food and energy. Now we're also um, excluding shelter from that that the Fed is looking at. That was up about two-tenths of a percent last month, and it's up 4% year over year, which is still a, a, a little too high for the Fed's comfort. So you've all heard me say this many, many times, that words have meaning and the meaning matters. And if we continue to drain the meaning out of meaningful words and principles, uh, we end up with a lot of nothing that just doesn't fly with the American people. So here we have inflation. I have yet to speak to an American citizen who has not been concerned, complained about, whined about, be worried about how inflation is impacting them, whether it's the price of eggs or the price of gasoline or affordability of housing. Everyone's being hit by all of those and a host of other things, by the way. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And so it used to be that you had this core index, which took out what the, the Fed declared were the more volatile things of energy and food. But now those numbers are still very high, and the American people are feeling it. And so what has the administration, what has the Fed done? They've created a new category, the super, because it's always better if it's a super, right? Super core inflation. And super core inflations, inflation takes out of the equation the price of housing, 
the price of energy, and the price of food. Like, what's left? Like, of course, inflation would be zero if you take all the components out of it. And that's where the messaging and the communication problem begins. And it begins because if President Biden stands up and says, look, the super core inflation rate is really low. And the American people are going to say, what are you talking about? Because I can't afford to buy eggs and I can't fill up my gas tank. And my kids are having a hard time getting into a house or even just getting a rental. And so when we drain the meaning out of the words, that's not communication. That's manipulation. And I don't know anyone who loves a leader who manipulates the words to match the moment to their benefit. And so then you end up with an authenticity and credibility crisis in leadership. And I think that's the real challenge. I think it's a challenge for the administration. I think it's challenges for both political parties and leaders up and down the scale from government to business to community and beyond. Because in our internet 24-7 news cycle, that's what we've started to do is to just reframe, redefine, or just ignore the things we don't want to talk about. I think it takes a real leader, an authentic leader, to have an authentic, honest, real conversation with the people they're leading. But if all we get is hype and spin, or all we get is manipulation, or we get talked down to, or we get told that it's complicated. Remember, especially in Washington, complexity is dangerous. Simplicity is really powerful, especially when it comes to communication. Now, yesterday, I thought this was interesting. At the White House press briefing yesterday, Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was asked specifically about President Biden's ability to communicate crucial things in the moment. Here's the response. Is it the view of the president's communications team that he is equally adept in all settings in terms of communications? Or are there some that play to greater strengths, some where he probably isn't as strong, etc.? I will tell you this. The president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. (laughs) Okay. So if the president is the best communicator they have in the White House, he is the president. Uh, I actually think uh, Dr. Jill Biden might uh, debate him on who the best communicator is in the White House. Uh, But again, it was sort of a sidestep and a dodge. and, And I actually thought the question was pretty good. I think they were asking, look, every president has a strength. Some are really good off the cuff. Some are incredibly good off of a teleprompter. Some are really good in a back and forth with the press. Some need to have a little more formal sit down. And that's okay. The American people are fine with all of that. You just have to be upfront, authentic, clear, talking with, not at, the American people. And so to me, that's the the real leadership test of communication. And again, I have to caution, we have to be careful. If we continue to drain the meaning out of meaningful words and principles and policies, and we begin to manipulate everything or ignore the things that matter most or the conversations that need to be had, that is where distrust begins. And that is where the end of good communication is the result. And so we need a different kind of communication. I think this is a moment for President Biden. I think he can lead. I think he can talk to the American people about anything. He just has to choose to do it. And if he does, I think the American people will respond. 
because that's what they do. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.